Hello, and welcome back to Philosophy Cafe. Um, last episode we talked about stigma and belief, and just before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to to talk about uh, what, what was said in episode one, and I just wanted to, I realized I missed a few very important points uh, in that essay. Um, primarily, uh, one of the most important things about um, being this mindful philosopher that I mentioned um, and being being able to question your own ideas is um, it's not so much double-guessing or relinquishing your thoughts uh, so much as it is considering the opposing realm uh, and adjoining it or adding it to your already thoughts and and being able for your for your thoughts to be fluid and dynamic that is that they're not set in stone and uh, you believe that you're constantly right if ever a philosopher thinks that they are totally wholly correct then they're no longer a philosopher at all also another another point about being this mindful philosopher we said um to to combat stigma other than the other things I mentioned, to combat this uh, societal uh, rumor that that takes place and um, really grasps people and spreads invalidity and untruth uh, amongst the minds of many, is listening. Listening is is again probably one of the most important traits of a philosopher. Is not just to talk and to think and to, to grow your ideas and, and be able to accept all coming knowledge but, but simply listening. It's a hard practice but if you ever find yourself thinking about the reply to a question when someone's talking to you, you may be thinking about that as opposed to listening them to them and they may have more things to say. But that's all uh, for the last episode just thought I'd make those notes. Today's episode of Philosophy Cafe is called Impact and Influencing. Our philosophers for today are Voltaire and Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Everything around us exercises some influence upon us. Whether physically or morally, influence may be exerted on a being without moving that being. And one idea influences another. Voltaire's Philosophical Dictionary, Volume 2, 1764. This we all understand to be true, but how often are we conscious of the effect of our actions, truly? It's very easy to think in an insular fashion. We all do it. Especially after a long, hard day, we can care not the waitress or the ticket man, brushing them off as an obstruction to our endeavours and quests of the utmost importance. In this state, one of anger, or sadness, or inward, inward thought, which seems to make your life all the more important, one action can bleed into another human being's day, sending them into this similar state, one where rejection is commonplace, and reaching out to another human in love is an act feared. A failed attempt to reach out to another in public can leave you estranged. Usually, but not always, due to the person who rejected your attempt at conversation's fear of being rejected themselves. 
reading the room, as the saying goes, leaves one thinking, ah, these people don't wish to speak. But if the room is always quiet and insular, are we reading it well, or are we too afraid to affect it? What I mean to say by this is it is very easy to be consumed by your own goings and believe that that your day is more important and it's quite hard to see past uh, the barriers of our, our mortal coil and the the primal emotions that bind us but if you if you truly do look and think why was this person angry at me or this person's not important I need to do this thing then you're not necessarily considering their day even more important you're not necessarily considering how that action may affect them and then how their actions may affect another and if we have a place where you see where you see people um, in this in this state say you've read the room and everyone's quiet on, on their phones heads down you wonder I don't I don't want to reach out I don't want to put myself in this vulnerable position and start speaking to these people because they will think I am weird but if you truly truly think about it when was the last time someone a random person just came up to you and said hello how are you what's going on in your life did that offend you were you angry at them did were you going to reject them or shut them down usually no and for most people no really we don't mind if other people approach us it's usually not much of a fear that we have for some it is it is the fear of being rejected from ourselves that that person we reach out to will slap the reached hand that stops so many wondrous interactions happening between human beings and we must remember that that rejection doesn't have anything to do with you that person's not rejecting you because they don't like you that person is rejecting you because they think it's normal they think it's normal because they too have been rejected and it's the only way they can continue to funnel that emotion in a way that seems normal just consider for a moment in the world we live in the amount of people you walk past every day on the train or on the bus or even on the street these uh, people that you try to walk past or you may get angry at because they they smoked in your face or they brushed up on your shoulder and both of you are rushing rushing to get somewhere somewhere so important somewhere that's you need to be and all of these things are getting in your way all these people are getting in your way think perhaps that these people you walk past could potentially be your best friend colleague someone that could work on a project with you someone that could help you get to the place you really truly want to be I think next time step 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 out of this realm of the hustle and bustle and consider what, what is truly more important getting somewhere on time or doing a certain thing in a certain parameter or acknowledging the importance and existence of another human being and trying to reach out to them further on we only see these moments in the time and space our mortal coil allows 
this. However, it seeps and reaches farther than you may know. The buzz of a city on a bright day, or the dreary dredge of the horde on a miserable day, heads hung low, could be altered by your love and gleam. Or the storm that follows your head. In this moment, amongst these folk, strangers, your brothers and sisters, it is scary to speak up, initiate conversation, try to understand and connect with these astonishing individuals you pass every day. A smile, a compliment, even a wink, a tip of the hat, could elate one to degrees of inspiration. Why not take the first step? One out of ten times you may be left estranged. However, do not think this is your fault. Due to your being, it is usually the insecurity of the other. Don't blame them for wanting science either. Be proud that you tried and did make someone smile. Smiles are contagious, as they say. Sometimes, although hard to admit it, maybe we see people around us as objects, obstacles. Someone sneezes. That is an ailment I must avoid. Someone is blocking the way. That is something I must get past or move. This is usually the initial reaction to our surroundings. Truly think about it. Truly think about it. You see yourself as yourself, as a human. And you may see people you know quite well as, as um, friends, family, parents, brothers, sisters, so forth. But if you're going to work in the day and you're walking through and there's so much input and stimuli, you don't, you don't have the capacity and brain space to consider the life of every single individual that walks past you. And to simplify things, our brain goes, obstacles, objects. Here, here are a bunch of people I need to walk past. Here's ooh, eye contact. Ooh, what's this like? How do I how do I get from A to B? What's this person looking at? You know, you think these are uh, obstructions to my endeavors. We m we must fight this reaction and look deeper into the people around us and consider their lives, dreams, and hopes, and how we are all a part of the same story. When I speak about the buzz of a city or the, the 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 drone of a sad day this this is not some do not be set aside by the bystander effect and think that ah oh, that this is just it it's a miserable day it's the rain it's this it's that you are a part of humanity we are each we are each we are each act actants and catalysts for the vibe of these cities truly your effect could could make the difference between an entire tram bursting into speech because as soon as one person makes himself vulnerable as soon as one person has the bravery and strength to speak up others will follow suit others love seeing people in vulnerable positions when like you see someone on stage and you go oh that's crazy you know but he starts to, it's like, oh, look how scary this guy's on stage. But he, the way he speaks to them, what he does, makes you feel more comfortable because you're not being the one pointed out. And, and this, this vulnerability allows other humans to do so much more. And, and don't be afraid to do it. We are all a part of the same story. Realizing that everyone, including strangers, passed in the street, has a life as complex as one's own, which they are constantly living, is a feeling called Sonder. Initiate Sonder.
as often as possible. It is a healthy and profound practice. This is a look at your emotional and physical effect on the world. The words you speak and the examples you set carry weight, as does our impact on the world and climate, which, much, much like the people around you, is in dire need of love. Absolute silence leads to sadness. It is the image of death. Jean-Jacques Rousseau, Reveries of a Solitary Walker, 1776. Thank you. That was um, Philosophy Cafe for today. The book to read, or moreover, um, a debate, in fact, uh, outlined around the social contract by Jean-Jacques Rousseau, which I suggest highly suggest reading, is I, I also suggest researching the debate between Thomas Hobbes and Rousseau, and these uh, these Enlightenment thinkers, um, and their debate is is around the morality that the intrinsic, the natural morality of human beings, whether we are born to be compassionate, comparing, and good, or if we, as Hobbes says, solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. And uh, that topic is something to think about, and perhaps we will reach at another episode. Hopefully that's, that stimulates your mind. Thank you very much for tuning in to Philosophy Cafe. Please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and Facebook page. And we will see you next week, or next month, or whenever it is released, for another episode. Thank you. If you ever wish to um, interlock with me and discuss the episteme or the philosophy uh, behind any of the topics spoken about here, please feel free to contact the Regicide Collective Facebook page, um, and and you can contact comment on the YouTube videos and uh, contact us on our website. Thank you very much, and I I, I won't be a a, a Calicles to your Socrates, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Little joke about uh. Little, little philosophical joke there. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon.